0: Thinking about moving to Belleville, Illinois, you're in luck. I've got Carrie Handley right over down there, down there from us, I guess, uh, here in central Pennsylvania. Say hi to everybody, Carrie. Hi. Kerry Hanley right there, realtor in Belleville, Illinois, which is kind of right outside St. Louis, and we'll talk about that, where it's located and everything like that. This is Want to Move There, the show giving all humans the information they need to decide whether or not they want to move to a different area. Uh, I said all humans, and I put that in caps because I used to say Central PAans, uh, but I figured anybody could be watching this to move to the area, the subject area. So it's all humans. Give everybody the information, whoever wants to watch it and move somewhere. I am your host, Derek Bixler, realtor of 15 years right here in Central Pennsylvania. 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 I grew up on the hill in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. That's what we call it, Allison Hill, actually, but us, we like to shorten it even more if you live there on the hill. I went to Mechanicsburg High School in Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, and went up to Penn College of Technology up in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, where the world uh the little league world series takes place um that's their claim to fame we always hated it because it gunked up the one road that goes into town and it was like the move-in weekend uh so we it was cool the first year and then after that it was annoying uh call me text me email me throw a rock through my window if you need to buy or sell a home we still need inventory pretty bad here in central pennsylvania in february 1st of 2022 um And we'll talk about the inventory in Belleville uh, and that area in a little bit. And a reminder that whether you're watching live or on a replay, ask a question in the comments, or if you know either myself or Carrie, hit us up in the comments and say hello and say where you're watching from, uh, because we have a vast network of people all over the globe, uh, real estate agents, but also lenders and all other kinds of people. Uh, so say what's up and tell us where you're watching from. And a reminder that all the replays are on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you'd like to consume your content, whether it's an audio podcast form or the video version, you can catch it there. And now, without further ado, I will bring in Carrie. Uh, you said you don't watch movies, so my normal question of what was the last movie you watched while I bring up your bio, you're not going to answer. So we will do uh, what's the last book you read. Say hello oh. first and then tell us the last book you read.
1: Hey, guys. So the last book that I read was actually a really good one, and it was Start With Why. Um, I was tasked to read it because I'm on the um, leadership uh, institute committee for our association here. And so they wanted us to be able to connect why we became a realtor with that book. And so it was actually a really good read. So I recommend just reading it. Mm -hmm.
0: Nice. So you're on the board?
1: Well, I'm in the training program for the leadership program
0: gotcha mm-hmm. okay yeah and is that with the state or is that with the local association because we have it here too and i feel like it's run by the state maybe no yeah
1: no ours or is nar our local. no ours is just with our local um our local board here is rassy so yeah
0: gotcha yeah and you didn't actually grow up there you grew up in san diego california uh, and you went to lincoln high school where's lincoln is lincoln in san diego
1: It is. It's in San Diego, a smaller city. It's towards like National City, um, like a little section of San Diego. But yeah, sunny San Diego is where I'm from.
0: And for all the Lincoln High School people out there uh, that might know, what's the mascot? Go whatever they are. Go Hornets. (laughs) Go Hornets. I like that one.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I like that one. The uh, Wildcat. We're Wildcat, Cougar, Panther, all these different cats. And the cat, I think, is the number one used mascot around the world. So I like the... uh, (laughs) The hornet that's kind of cool um, really. And you went to college at maricosta college is that in san diego too
1: you know what that was actually in oceanside still san diego county but it's just north a little bit about 30 miles north
0: okay and you went yeah. for sociology that should uh help you out a little bit now in what you're doing as a realtor possibly uh it what made you go into sociology
1: I have probably one of the biggest hearts. And so I just like to understand, you know, the way in which so, uh, the society runs. And so that really kind of helped me understand. And I think it definitely does directly correlate to real estate since we are in the business of people. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's all about people. It's not really people think we just show houses. Sometimes and it's, that's the easy part unlocking and locking doors. That's the, the no brainer part is the people and the contracts. That's the hard part. Uh, your favorite color is pink. I like that. Uh, not blue. Although pink is probably the second most common color I get after blue. If you had to pick a second favorite color after pink, what would it be?
1: Um, it would be purple. It's my my stepdaughter's favorite color. And so I like to just buy purple things to make her feel happy. So I'd have to pick purple.
0: Nice. Purple's not part of the, uh, the Frozen color scheme, is it? Mm-mm. Frozen's more of a light, a blue color scheme, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Frozen. I love Frozen. Frozen's definitely blue, given blue vibes.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel like everything my two daughters have is blue or frozen, especially my younger daughter it's a lot of frozen 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 uh your favorite food is cake all right well i can tell you that my daughter's favorite song is cake by a flow rider right now (laughs) which is kind of (laughs) funny um so what do you like about cake you just like dessert or you like like a certain kind of cake or what
1: i'm like a big fan of strawberry shortcake like if you had to say if you said carrie you can only eat one food for the rest of your life it'd be strawberry shortcake and I'd
0: be happy, not healthy, a, I'd be happy. <laughs> well, you got some fresh strawberries in there. Would sure. you only have it during strawberry season or you'll eat it whenever?
1: Whenever, whenever.
0: And who makes the uh, strawberry shortcake? Did like your mom make it when you were growing up or something? Because my mom has her own recipe. Uh, I think my grandma, I think it was handed down maybe or something. Um, so we yeah. like our strawberry shortcake as well. Do you have a certain recipe? Oh, and here's the question. Number one, is it a hand-me-down recipe? Number two, is it, uh, it is like a short, you can use a short cake like a pound cake, but then some people use like a biscuity kind of something.
1: You know, no, it's not a hand-me-down recipe. It's just what they'd always buy us for birthday cakes as a kid. So it's kind of just like, I don't think I could ever imagine how, like, I don't think I've ever had a different kind of cake for a birthday other than strawberry. Um, I think it was just my aunt's favorite, right? And um, I like just the regular cake. I haven't had the biscuit cake, but I'm sure I would like it. All
0: right. So we dug it out. It came from your aunt is the one that liked uh, the strawberry cake and she brought it. So is there icing on it or not? It was like yeah. a true strawberry Whipped short. Cream. There was icing on it. Whipped cream. Gotcha. No All icing. Right. <laughs> I like mine in a bowl with milk too. Mm, heated up, still hot. Strawberries and milk, fantastic. All oh, right, yeah. and then what What about like a dinner, favorite food for dinner?
1: Steak, I love steak. Mm-hmm. Steak and potatoes. On a grill? It doesn't matter. I'll have it anyway. I'm not picky, I'm not a picky eater
0: not boiled though. I don't think you're going to have a, uh, what is it when you boil something in a bed poached or like, I don't think I want a steak like that. No. Uh, you don't have any pets. I'm I'm with you on that one. I'm, I'm cool with the hair and the, uh, extra responsibility and not being able to take vacation or leave whenever I want. So i am kind of with you on no pets, maybe someday when the kids don't leave me alone about getting one. Uh, and then you have two kids, nine and 13. So, what uh, what grade is, is that?
1: um so the nine-year-old is in third grade and then the 13-year-old is in seventh grade so he or no I'm sorry eighth grade he's going to high school next year
0: oh is he like a year ahead maybe is that early you you
1: know what they actually I think they skipped him up once he's my stepson and then they wanted to skip him up again but he was just so young his reading level is like a college grade so yeah really smart Good for him
0: yeah. Smart kid, yeah, yeah, but you don't want to be too tiny and move up too much, uh, exactly. yeah.
1: Not and be I'll just say, enough. what's that? Not be mature enough to be in high school because you're really a kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. And if you wanted to play sports or something, you're always the smallest kid and you probably never play or something. Right. Um, I will say, at thirteen, beware. That's when I got my first uh, earring. Back when guys with earrings were cool back in the day. I think I asked around 10 because my older friend got an earring and my mom was like, when you turn 13, when you're a teenager, you can get one. And she thought I would forget uh, and I didn't forget and they had to go through with it. And I got my earring at 13, which I don't wear anymore, thank goodness. Um, Not a knock on anybody out there that wears earrings. It's just kind of not a, they're not really a thing anymore. uh, Like they used to be. Man jewelry was very in when I, in the nineties and early two thousands, I think. I love it. And you're married to Art. Does he go by Art or Arthur? He does Arthur go by is what Art. you put here.
1: It's Arthur, but he goes by Art. Yeah. Okay. So we've been married um, just a little over a year.
0: Oh, awesome! So yeah. your stepson, the 13 year old, is the stepson that came with that.
1: And my, um, the the girl, she's also my stepdaughter. I just call them my kids, but yeah, they're my gotcha. kids. Mm-hmm. Nice.
0: Awesome. And then do you ride motorcycles together or when you, cause that's what you put for your hobby do. Does Arthur also ride motorcycles or is that your way to get out of Dodge and get by yourself?
1: <laughs> no, we, he actually rides too. We actually met, um, at a really big motorcycle ride. So that's how we met. So that's what we, yeah, we do.
0: Oh, sweet. What kind of, uh, like a crotch rocket or a, a cruiser or what?
1: I actually just sold, I will not just sold, but a few years ago sold my pink crotch rocket. <laughs> obviously it had to be pink. Um, so now we have two cruisers. He has a Harley. I have a Suzuki.
0: Nice. And what's the reason for the change? Just because you're getting older, you don't need to be doing all that. It seems uncomfortable. I've never ridden a motorcycle, but it, it seems like they would be, on un- crotch rockets would be uncomfortable for long trips.
1: It was. And I found myself driving, well, riding way faster than I needed to, like way faster. So I said, I need to calm down and get something that doesn't even go that fast and keep staying.
0: <laughs> And what kind of was it? A Honda or a Yamaha or something? I don't know much about it, but I know crotch rocket people out there probably right. want to know what it was and tell us the CCs or, or whatever model it was.
1: Well, I had so many. So I started on a Honda CBR 250 and then moved up to a GSXR um, 600. That was the pink one. And then I also, I like to keep more than one at one time. So I also had a, um, two, another GSXR 600, a Gixxer, And then I had a Yamaha R1. So what do you, a
0: 250 would be a a good place for somebody to start and then you move up to a 600 once you, because the the number denotes the size of the engine, right?
1: Yeah, you know, they find that though, when you get the 250, you move up pretty quickly. So I always say just start with the 600 because once you get used to riding, it's only like a seven pound weight difference. So it's really not that big of a deal, Um, but it goes like so much faster, right? So you grow out of the 250 so quick. So save your money and just get you a 600.
0: Gotcha. Don't waste your time. And then your no. cruiser, is that a Harley or what did you say what that was?
1: So he has a Harley road King. And then I have a, um, uh, Suzuki C 50.
0: And do you have those, C50s. uh, they have like Bluetooth and all that. And you could talk to each other these days.
1: No, well, we don't have those. He, um, he doesn't ride with anything in his ears. I like to ride with music. So if I don't have music, then I, it's not a good ride for me. And he likes just silence.
0: <laughs> and what about a uh, helmet law there in Illinois? I know Pennsylvania, up until a few years ago, maybe it's more than a few, maybe it's more like 10 now, but um, it was in my lifetime, it switched from having to wear a helmet and now you don't have to wear a helmet. Uh, do you have to wear them down there? Do you guys, you guys wear them?
1: You don't have to, but we do just for safety because you know, you dress for the slide, not the ride. So you definitely, I want to be protected. So I wear it.
0: I like that saying. I've never heard that one. I have heard like every rider either has fallen or will fall. There is no like you're not ever going to fall. So yeah. uh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Let's uh, well, look, before we bring up Belleville and start talking about where you're at, um, how did you get into real estate? So you went to college for sociology. Did you do anything between then and now being a realtor?
1: You know, not directly tied to being a realtor, but I was I worked for the banks, for big banks, um, you know, for like the last 8 years and I did a lot of mortgage loans, HELOCs, processing, so I was super familiar with the process not necessarily the process of opening doors and showing houses, but the financing piece of it. So I've always wanted to get into it, but I just could never pull myself out of my career because it was, I had worked so hard to get there kind of a thing. Um, But when we moved out here, I said, you know, it's really time for a change. I've kind of hit the ceiling in banking. I've done everything from, like I said, loan processing to being a teller, to running a few branches, to selling merchant and payroll services. I said, I've done everything there is to do. And I'm really passionate about looking at houses, right? And so I just, on a whim, I was still working at the bank, took real estate school while I was at work on my downtime, um, took my test, passed it, and said, you know, guys, it's been fun, but um, I'm out of here. And then we moved here. And so it just kind of worked out.
0: That's awesome. And did you do, did you say you originated loans as well?
1: Yeah. So we originated the loans and did the processing mostly for HELOCs and personal loans, but just a little bit of mortgage in there, um, as well. So yeah.
0: And did you have friends that were realtors that you interacted with? What made you want to do that side of it rather than, cause a lot of it's somewhat the paper pushing part of it is kind of similar. It's just a lot of collecting and keeping things in order. Um, But we at least get to leave the office and go out and uh, look at houses, like you said, and do all that kind of stuff. So was there something that appealed to you about being a realtor other than, uh, yeah, what appealed... To you about it.
1: <laughs> Truthfully, I love, I've always loved houses. I remember when I was younger, like around my stepdaughter's age, eight and nine, I would make houses out of shoe boxes. And my grandmother would always tell me, be an architect. Like that's, you love to design it, you love houses. And then I found out that I needed math to be an architect. And that is just not my strong point. So I said, <laughs> let me just try something closely related. And it just was going into houses and looking at them and seeing them and having that experience it, with houses. So that's what really draw, drew me to being a realtor.
0: That's awesome. And did you, uh, what do you have, I guess you're, you're near border there. You just, you're only licensed in Illinois, right? You don't cross over.
1: I am only licensed in Illinois, so I started getting licensed before we moved here, um, and so I actually started my license in Missouri. Then when we moved here, I met a uh, licensed agent in Illinois, and she's like, come to my brokerage. And so I swapped, I switched my um, schooling over to Illinois, so I would finished half of Missouri <laughs> and then switched it to <laughs> Illinois. So I'm actually going to go back and restart my Missouri probably this week or something.
0: Nice. And now I'm gonna bring up the map and I'm seeing that it is not loading correctly, which is gonna annoy the crap out of me. We'll just skip this part if I can't get my map to show up. Let me switch over to it. Refresh, let's refresh it. How about that? (laughs) Belleville, there we go. So I like to, in case anybody's watching from somewhere, Outside of the U.S. or just even us United Statesians, us, us Americans don't know where anything is. That's why part of the reason I kind of like this show is because I learn where places are. I generally know where Illinois is in St. Louis and, uh, but definitely never heard of Belleville before. And I'm going to lo- know all kinds of stuff about it. So here's our globe, yeah. our Google globe. You can see the pin right here where Belleville Illinois is located, and I will zoom in here. You can see it is southeast kind of on the border and right outside to the southwest of St. Louis. It is 55 degrees Fahrenheit there right now, and it's 1120, so you are an hour behind us here. We're in eastern time zone, so you're central time zone. Is that correct?
1: That's correct.
0: Yeah, yeah, and 55 degrees. Is that accurate?
1: Yeah, it is.
0: (laughs) Okay. It's warm. Well, that's – yeah. Is that – unseasonably warm? Or is that about right?
1: No, it's unseasonably warm because we're in winter. So we tomorrow it's supposed to be like freezing rain or something is what they call it. Um, So it's weird that it is that warm.
0: Yeah, I think we are experiencing this week, like last week was super cold and now coming up is supposed to be some kind of warm front for a few days or something. So maybe we're all kind of seeing it, although you're kind of far from the coast. Who knows? Uh, All right. I'm going to read the quick facts here, which are just pulled from Wikipedia. Google pulls the kind of like the first paragraph from Wikipedia. and I'm going to read that Um, and then you can debunk anything that's in there. It's pretty short for Belleville, but uh, Belleville is a city in the county of St. Clair, Illinois. It is coterminous with the now defunct Belleville Township. What is that? Is there a Belleville Township that doesn't exist anymore?
1: Right, or used to be. Everything is kind of like a township out here, so it's, now it's just St. Clair County.
0: Gotcha. And it, it also is the seat of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Belleville and the National Shrine of Our Lady of the Snows. Do you know what the heck that thing is? I.
1: No, it's it's like there's a show out here that where they do something with the Lady of the Snow, but it's a lot of snow.
0: (laughs) I'm looking it up right now. National Shrine of Our Lady of the Snows. It looks like it's like a amphitheater.
1: Yeah
0: or something huh yeah I don't it doesn't look very exciting but um, you are close to all kinds of other stuff which we're going to talk about so you can see where they are kind of outside of St. Louis There, also on the border uh, pretty close to the border of Missouri which is why I asked if she was licensed only in Illinois possibly in Missouri as well and now I will bring down our my map if I can find my button Let's talk about the landscape. What it looks like there. So, what kind of trees and vegetation do you have? That's what always when I go to Florida. It's a not a culture, a a, a landscape shock. I don't know what it is. I don't I don't like it. There's no shade. They don't have the same kind of trees. It's these long stalk with a couple leaves at the top kind of trees the palm tree kind of stuff there's nowhere to hike with any kind of shade no matter what everything a lot of the stuff is down low so what do you have out there do you have like the oak trees and pine trees and things that we have up in the northeast or is it kind of like florida or something
1: well coming from california to here was kind of like a culture shock because there's a lot of like trees there's a lot of trees like
0: everywhere but oh yeah san diego sucks for trees (laughs) yeah Yeah. i went on the what's that the pacific coast whatever yeah yeah terrible i know also because you can see where you're going like 20 miles that way but it's (laughs) eight hours yeah it is like
1: eight hours away yeah no so there are so many trees here um like i i you wouldn't believe but one thing we're really big on is cornfields so there's like cornfields everywhere you look. You can just drive and you can go for miles and there are like real life cornfields. And it's simply because it helps keep the ground from molding because I guess the agriculture out here gets really, really wet and damp that it would mold. So they plant cornfields everywhere. It's really flat. There isn't a lot of hills. So when I see like a little hill, I get really excited and I always nudge my husband like, look, there's a mountain, <laughs> but it's really just a small hill. Um, and then all of the leaves here change colors. like actual colors pinks purple orange like it is so beautiful i'll have to post some pictures on my instagram so you can see it's 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 breathtaking when they change but then when they die it's just sticks but i'll take the colorful leaves and i guess i'll have to take the sticks too but it's it's, it's nice it's different
0: yeah, it looked awesome. I was when I was looking for pictures to use for the thumbnail for you had said Southern Illinois. So I was looking for pictures of Southern Illinois. And really the only things that I could find, just on Canva where I can use them freely, uh, unlicensed, were pictures of outdoors and some picture of some rock formation that must, people must frequent a lot somewhere in Southern Illinois or something. So I yeah. saw some of those cool. I was like, oh, it looks really nice there. And there's also a, there's a national park way down right on the Southern border, some Shawnee or Mohawk state park or something. Um, but it looked like a cool place.
1: It's what beautiful. Was I gonna say?
0: No Hills. So corn, we can, uh, we could relate to corn. We got corn as far as the eye can see here. Um, do you have soy too? Do they switch back and forth here? They seem to switch back like one year it'll be corn next year. They do soy or something.
1: Mm -mm. No, I haven't seen it switch. It's just corn. And then it just goes flat and nothing else grows until the corn comes back.
0: And then what about the weather? You had mentioned that it's unseasonably warm right now. It's 55 degrees ish. tomorrow. It's going to be freezing. Is it usually, you get a winter with snow and all that kind of stuff
1: we do get a winter with snow not on christmas but after christmas is usually when it starts to snow um but the weather here changes like every five minutes it's different so you could leave the house in like a full coat and by the end of the day you're in flip-flops because it just changes so so drastically like that we definitely get all four seasons which is nice because you it's definitive like definitively winter because it's snowing definitively summer because it's hot it's really nice.
0: Are you in a valley there? There's a river right there. What's the river that runs close to you? Is that so St. That's Louis? Mis- Mississippi.
1: Yeah, it's the Mississippi River. So when we go over to St. Louis, we call it going across the river. And a lot of people think that we travel by boat, but we really just go across the bridges. But it's just across the river because that's what separates Missouri from Illinois is the Mississippi River.
0: Huh, there's a geographic lesson for everybody that didn't know that. I'm sure I was taught that sometime along the way and and had no idea anymore about that. No idea. Um, and then you said uh, freezing rain tomorrow. So you get, you get the snow, you get the freezing rain, the sleet, that kind of stuff too?
1: Yeah, you get everything. You get hail, tornadoes. We just had actually a tornado, unfortunately, a pretty big one um, a few weeks ago. But yeah, you get a, a range of weather out here. And
0: do schools close? I'm, I'm guessing since you're used to getting it, they've got the salting trucks and the plows and all the infrastructure to get that all taken care of.
1: It's great infrastructure. They do have the plows, the salting. So you don't really feel it on the roads, which is nice. We do get some ice. So when there's really bad ice, everyone knows you kind of just stay home because that's slippery and there's really not much you could do about that black ice. That gets a little dangerous, but when it snows, everybody, it's just kind of life as usual. And my first winter here, I thought like everybody would stop and things would just stop, but it really doesn't.
0: Yeah, if it snowed in San Diego, everybody would stop, I think, right? It doesn't snow there, right? It's pretty hot.
1: No. Oh, no, it doesn't snow. It rains maybe mm, not even a whole bunch in San Diego. You know, I didn't even really own coats when I lived out there.
0: <laughs> and here you have one on for the interview, even. it's <laughs> cold. Is that it? Did you wear that as a prop to tell everybody that it does get cold That's in cold Belleville, Illinois? No, um, it's and then,
1: everybody seems to wear them. So I'm like, I guess I'll invest in one.
0: <laughs> invest, no pun intended. <laughs> And what about, you mentioned tornadoes. So we don't get tornadoes here. I mean, I feel like we get a tornado warning here and there, but I've never heard or seen a picture of an actual big twister touching down, you know, the typical kind of thing. So you get like those things?
1: Yeah, we do. We're actually in what's called Tornado Alley. um, And it's, right, a part of the United States that's prone to tornadoes. Um, It includes like Oklahoma, cities like that. Um, So we are in the middle of that. So we did just get a really big one. And it was so sad. It actually hit a town called Edwardsville, which is about 20 miles north of um, where I live in Belleville. And it hit the Amazon distribution center for the area yeah six people actually lost their life unfortunately you know rest in peace to those families but we do get tornadoes and when that happens there's sirens that go across the city kind of like you'd see in a movie to kind of let everybody know get to your basement you know seek shelter things like that
0: and do you have you have basements there in your houses
1: yeah i have a a a full finished basement which is nice so when that happens we have a bathroom shower so we can kind of live down there um if need be which You know, sometimes you got to get down there. But yeah, there's basements. We have a lot of basements.
0: Is there any kind of special insurance for tornadoes? Is there tornado insurance or you're just you insure against flooding and water damage or something? Probably.
1: Yeah. You know, we do have to actually have one um, specific kind of insurance and it's mine subsidy insurance because Illinois, right? I know. (laughs) I so, couldn't even repeat
0: what you just said. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's mine subsidy insurance because Illinois is built on a lot of coal mines. So oh. yeah, you have to insure your house for that because you could be living on top of a mine and it that hasn't been filled. So you get insurance for that and your insurance company knows that and they're familiar with that in the state of Illinois.
0: So it could cave in and kind of be like a sinkhole. The mine down underneath you caves in and then your house above caves down in.
1: Yeah, oh, wow. I thought it got. I thought when I heard that at first, when I first started selling real estate out here, I was thinking like it just happened like boom, and now you're in a hole. But there are usually like steps and levels, and you'll start to notice the foundation shift, cracks in the foundation, things like that before it usually just you know subsides into the mind. Yeah.
0: Huh, and then do you have? hurricanes or is that more like a coastal thing? You have the tornadoes as far as wind goes, you got tornadoes, but you don't get hurricanes.
1: No, no hurricanes.
0: And any flooding, you're close to the river, there's probably creeks and things that feed into the river. So there are places that flood sometimes probably.
1: Yeah, we do actually have some flooding. So they actually built really good infrastructure um, because we had a big flood. So a lot of our cities that border The Mississippi River, like East St. Louis, um, Granite City, some of those you actually, a lot of those properties are in flood zones. So it's really important when we go out and show those properties that we check FEMA and we make sure that the house isn't in a flood zone. And if it is and you still want to move forward, you know what flood insurance would be like because it could get a little costly. So just doing that due diligence out here is important with the Mississippi River.
0: Yeah, totally. It can get very costly and it's not going to get any cheaper as things get more frequent and they don't want to insure that type of thing anymore. And the government gets out of it. It's going to be very costly. Build it on stilts. If you're building a new house close to river, close to water, build it on stilts. That's probably like they do at the beach, right? They build them on stilts with the garage thing underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So commuting and local travel, you're close to St. Louis. Is that where everybody that lives in Belleville works or what's the commuting like? Where do people work?
1: Yeah. So, you know, in the city, commuting is actually fantastic. If you don't have to leave Belleville or Belle Shiloh, this this it's like it's perfect. I don't think there is very much traffic over here, if ever. But it's just those people who commute all the way over to St. Louis. Um, then, you know, you got to get on the freeway and you could be battling traffic. It's still not as bad as like some of the traffic like L.A. or New York. It could be about 30, 35 minute commute. So not too terrible, but it is definitely some bit of a
0: commute. Yeah, it's not bad. And do you have mm-hmm. easy pass and toll roads?
1: No, you don't need it. You <laughs> don't really need it. It's not that bad. Traffic is not that bad. No matter what time you go, It' a little bit of slowing, but nothing too crazy.
0: Yeah. Unless so nobody in your, it. nobody in your area owns an easy pass. Like what if you mm-hmm. went on a driving vacation to a, a state that has easy pass? Would you, you just pay cash or whatever?
1: Yeah. We just, when we go through the tolls, there's some and like, um, Oklahoma and Kansas when we drove through, when we drive through those places, we just pay it. And it's really cheap. It's not expensive at all. Cause I'm used to California tolls and you know, things like that where it could be a little bit more costly, five, six, seven dollars. Here it's like fifty cents, a dollar, nothing crazy.
0: And then what about the age of the road age and condition of the roads and infrastructure and the bridges here in central Pennsylvania? Everything's old and everybody drives through our state going north and south. A lot of logistics. So everybody beats up our roads and we have the winter and the snow and the ice and the plows and all that kind of stuff. So here you kind of feel like there's always something under construction. They're always widening something or repaving something or something's getting redone. All our bridges suck and have to be replaced. So uh, what's the age and the infrastructure like?
1: Yeah, over across the river in St. Louis, they are like forever doing construction on bridges and roads and things like that and there's potholes but over here on my side and towards Belleville and um O'Fallon Shiloh those cities over here it's actually great there isn't very many potholes it isn't crazy because I think the city spends so much time like taking surveys of the road. I just had a meeting yesterday with the mayor and he was talking about how like dedicated he is to fixing the roads. And I think that that's why they keep it up so well because they actually know what's going on with that stuff. So on this side, it's not bad, but once you cross over to St. Louis, it's something different.
0: (laughs) That's their problem. (laughs) 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 So what about public transportation? Do you have any trains, buses? We'll talk about airports and planes later, but trains, buses, subways, uh, any kind of public transportation?
1: Yeah. So we have buses that go over. We have buses that run through the city, but my favorite is the Metrolink and it's like a I wouldn't say a subway because it's not underground. It's like a trolley system. And it's great. I actually really love it. You, if you're coming from over on this side and you're crossing um, over to St. Louis, you can cross the Mississippi River, which is nice to see. It's kind of like sightseeing. And then you can see the arch because, you know, that's the big tourist attraction. And then we have um, the Ferris wheel, which is kind of like a boardwalk area where there's restaurants and things like that. So it's actually pretty scenic. And then you cross through Forest Park, which is beautiful it's like a big park that's where the zoo is which is free by the way um and then um the airport it takes you all the way through the airport so you can just jump off the train and head straight into the airport it's so convenient
0: so it's like a like a raised like a monorail
1: Mm -hmm, exactly
0: oh yeah that's cool It is. And is that just because it is cheaper to do it that way? Or you didn't research it, obviously, so you don't know. (laughs) But is there it's probably cheaper, I would guess, just to put it on stilts than to dig a big hole everywhere, right?
1: Yeah. And I think St. Louis has a lot of um, power grids underneath the ground, which is interesting because, you know, like where I'm from, they're big towers and they, you know, live in the tree, the power grids, they kind of run along the trees. But there there's our underground. And so you see the big holes with the steam coming up like Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) But that's why.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what are the uh, common employers and industries there? Um, Do you have military, the colleges, obviously you have medical, Um, any big brands, anything you can tell us about who everybody works for?
1: Yeah, so Scott Air Force Base is big and that one's over here um, close to O'Fallon. Um, and that's where my office is. So Scott Air Force Base is over here. And then coal mining obviously is important because that's a big part of Illinois. Um, and then another really big one is healthcare. And one of the big heavy hitters when it comes to healthcare is a company called BJC. I feel like as everywhere I drive, all the buildings are BJC, all the hospitals you see BJC. Um, BJC is just very prevalent for healthcare employees here, which obviously is important field, especially right now. So.
0: What does that stand for? Is that a college Um, or something?
1: It's like Barnes Jewish center or something. So Barnes, that's actually the really big hospital in St. Louis. It's the biggest hospital I've ever seen. When you drive through, you're like, man, I'm still passing (laughs) the hospital. And it's been like, feels like a mile. (laughs) So yeah, they pretty much, like I said, dominate the healthcare industry over here. So
0: nice. And then with the coal mining, is that on a decline?
1: Well, it's not on a decline because we um, we need coal here. Like that's kind of how we sustain. I know that they just passed a big energy bill because obviously we want to do better for the environment. But that's not until ways ways down the way until they start to implement it. But it is in the works, so that way we can stop mining so much coal and just be more environmentally friendly. I know that the lawmakers are trying to be conscious.
0: But you for can, uh, now, you can. You can do what the New River Gorge in West Virginia did. They used to be, it was like a coal mining and also timbering, a thing. A lot of that kind of stuff that kind of just, everything just left and there was nothing left. So they just started uh, promoting extreme sports. So now they have one of the biggest bridges that you're allowed to jump off one day a year. They have some of the best, uh, they built a lake to, purposely built a lake to make a river, which is one of the best places to uh, to a whitewater raft in the country, in the world, actually. Um, so I think that's what all the coal towns need to do. And they're all out in the wilderness usually. So we are <laughs> and is Belleville, like a, a coal kind of town or.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of mines and stuff, um, around. So it, it is, it is.
0: And then what about where's the state government is St. Louis, the capital of Missouri?
1: Um, so ours, our state government is Springfield. Um, Springfield Illinois it's actually just a small um, little town Um, I thought it would be like really big but it's actually not Um, but it's about two and a half hours away from here away from me Um, and it's it's kind of a a boring drive but the capital of um, Missouri is uh, St. Charles
0: gotcha okay reason I ask is yeah because the infrastructure for the state government would be there, which usually keeps employs a lot of people and and keeps places steady uh, any colleges or I'm, I'm assuming at least St. Louis has some colleges around there. Um, yeah. Any community colleges as well?
1: Yeah. So over in, in Missouri, there's Mizzou um, and then. Over here on this side we have SIU, which is up in Edwardsville, and then we have SWIC, which is a community college here in um Belleville. And it's it's in some of the other smaller towns too. You know, you have those like not radio campuses, but not just the main hub, but there's a really big one here in Belleville. So there's that's a, a big employer too, is the colleges.
0: Southwest Illinois Community College. Is that what SWIC is? Yeah. There you go. We have Hack. Harrisburg area. We have Lack, Lancaster area. All ours are lack, ack, whack, sack. all these different ACs. <laughs> uh, and then what is there to do? Obviously, you have the Mississippi River there, which probably has some kind of water sports and stuff, um, and then food and all that kind of stuff. So tell us about what there is to do there.
1: Yeah. So it's a lot of actual local businesses, um, which was different when I moved here because It's nice to just be able to go to a local business and not a huge franchise. So I really like um, my favorite coffee shop here is Balance and Tea. That's where I go to kind of like have a Zen vibe and maybe meet with a client or meet with like a lender or something, you know, um, just to kind of get out of the office scene. So I do like Balance Coffee and Tea plus their coffee and tea is delicious. And I really like their breakfast because they serve breakfast. Um, So that's good. And then for, like, food, I love, love, love Beast Barbecue. Um, Back home, Beast. We had, yeah, it's called Beast Barbecue. Back home, we had Phil's Barbecue, and it was, like, so sad to leave because I'm, like, how will I have good barbecue? But we found this place, and we do not stop eating there. It's so good. And then things to do, I mean, we're parents, so we do, like, Parenty things like we like to go down to the edge and that's where the kids can go play games and it's like a big entertainment uh, entertainment center for the kids so that's just some of the stuff that we like to do if we're going out to do something adult like it's just kind of probably go see a movie or go eat
0: <laughs> ride the yeah. bikes around
1: yeah ride the bikes do you have, around. You have
0: uh, like sky zone monkey joe's like that kind of stuff
1: yeah, we have sky zone. So we, we like to go to sky zone, especially for like the kids birthday, we'll have their party there and stuff like that. Although I'll tell you the last time we went to sky zone, they pushed me in the foam pit, and I got stuck. So I'm boycotting sky. Zone.
0: <laughs> I, I feel you on that the foam pit is hard to get out. You you don't even realize you're like, Yeah, I'll jump in there. And you're like, Oh, this is hard. Whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah, just, it know. seems like you
0: sink every time you try to get further out.
1: You do. It's like quicksand.
0: Yeah, for Um,
1: sure. Right. And then if you cross the bridge over to St. Louis, because it is the largest metropolitan city and there's so much more to do there, you can go down to, like I said, the Ferris wheel and there's restaurants and like fire shows and all kinds of fun stuff. And you can go see the arch and go up to the top of it and all that good stuff.
0: And do they have like arts fests and like Labor Day festivals and fireworks and you know pop-up festivals or whatever you wanna call them in Belleville itself? I'm sure they do in St. Louis.
1: No, most things are over in St. Louis actually, which is, it's only about 20 miles. So it's about a 25 minute drive with no traffic. Um, So like St. Louis is having Mardi Gras this month. Um, You know, they have pride parades and they have all kinds of things. And they just built Ballpark Village, which is like um, a brand new stadium where the Cardinals play. And there's like bars and restaurants in there. So you can always find something to do in St. Louis for sure. But Belleville, it's kind of like laid back, real chill. Um, If you're doing something over here, it's like a furniture painting class or just something really laid back.
0: And what about East St. Louis? Is that part of St. Louis or that's in Illinois or?
1: (laughs) So it actually gets so confusing because most people think it's it's very very confusing.
0: confusing.
1: (laughs) It is. It it used to be a part of St. Louis way back in the day and then they broke it off and now it's a part of Illinois. So it's actually on the Illinois side. It's Illinois. It's not St. Louis at all. Um, But does it it still
0: feels like part of the city kind of?
1: no it's actually a really small community so it actually feels more like um illinois which made sense for it to be over here because when you go to st louis it's like big city feel yeah
0: so you can sit on the st louis side and look across the river at small town and then you can sit on the other side and look at big city are there skyscrapers and that kind of thing in st louis is it a tall skyscraper type of city it is a tall
1: skyscraper kind of a city but it's like not tall skyscraper kind of a city like chicago it's it's very like brick buildings like very it looks more historic than it does new modern skyscraper kind of a city and there are some cool places to go like rooftop 360 is a nice bar um and restaurant that i like to go to that's on a skyscraper where you can get views of the whole city it's so beautiful
0: And then what do people do on the river? People have like pontoon boats and speed boats and water ski and fish and all that kind of stuff.
1: It's more industrial just with all the mining and stuff. So it's not like a river where you go and like lay out like on the beach and play in it or anything like that. It's not that kind of river. We do have a beach, which is like a river lake kind of a thing, but it's about an hour away.
0: Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I find that some rivers people do things in. we do... There are areas here that are dammed up where it was kind of made for recreation but the rest of it yeah, is too shallow you couldn't really do it or it's just not pretty or there are factories nearby or whatever and exactly. all the factories back in the day were purposely built along the rivers and just dumped everything into the river <laughs> to get rid of everything that's
1: kind of what it looks good, like yeah, I yeah, wouldn't yeah. Swim in it. <laughs> i'll put it that way
0: and so what about vacationing if you're going to we'll start with a, a Well, let's start with the airport. If you're flying out, trying to get out of Dodge, go somewhere far away, what airport are you going to?
1: I'm going to go to Lambert. That's in St. Louis. That's just generally where I go, mostly because it is that bigger international airport. So flights are cheaper. We do have the little one in Belleville that you can fly out of, but I find that it's just a little bit more expensive. Um, And, you know, for an extra 100 bucks, I can just drive 20 minutes over, 30 minutes over to the airport and have a cheaper flight. So I usually just go out of um, Lambert.
0: Yeah, same here. We've got Harrisburg International Airport, which is great, but I'll drive to Baltimore most of the time to, to get a better flight, which is farther than you would have to go. Um, mm. And then what about if you're driving to a vacation up here? We're usually going the go to places, the Jersey Shore. I heard somebody the other day say that New Jersey is the vacation capital of the world, uh, which I guess I could believe because New York City's right there, the biggest city, Philadelphia, which is like the second biggest city or one of the like top five, I think, biggest city, uh, plus all of Pennsylvania and D.C. and all these places. And even if people don't go there every year, they've at least been to the Jersey Shore at least once or twice. Um, so where do you guys drive to if you're going on a driving vacation? Where are you driving to?
1: Yeah, so either go up to Chicago or go over to Branton, Missouri, which Branton, Missouri, it's like a um, lake, um, and that's where you go cabins, get in the water, do fun things like that. Um, so either or, you can go either direction, up north towards um, Chicago, which Chicago is like a four and a half hour drive, or over to Branson, which is like four hours also. So same kind of a whatever feel you're going for.
0: I'd be down for Branson I, and anybody out there that likes outdoor stuff knows I've never been there, but that's a big, big, big outdoor destination. A lot of hunting and everything. And I actually told, sold uh, Timeshares for like six months back in the day. Before when I, I've sold just about everything for like six months before I got into real estate. And Timeshares was one of them for Blue Green, maybe, I think, okay. and Branson, they had one. And that was the easiest sell because all the outdoors people just knew it and wanted to go there. Um, really
1: we got really into think, the timeshare presentation last week in miami because i can't <laughs> say no <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you get a free trip out of it right you get like two three days free at the place you just have to sit for 12 hours being grilled yeah <laughs> and i didn't do that part i sold them like in the mall and i i didn't really care either that's why i did it for six months only <laughs> but, so if you wanted to go to a concert or some kind of big uh event like that where people go and you mentioned st louis has sports teams and things what stadium do would justin bieber come to
1: um yeah definitely over in st louis because they have they have so they have the blues which is the hockey team um and then they have the cardinals um which is the baseball team so everything is definitely over in st louis i don't even think there really is a stadium um in belleville to have like a big justin bieber concert so when celebrities come they go over to st louis definitely i haven't been to that though
0: are there any small theaters that's more my jam i don't i'm not going to a, a stadium to watch anything in my older age i'll either just sit on the couch and watch it on the hbo special or i'll go see it in a nice small theater with comfortable seats and the people where i can actually see them
1: No, we don't have any of those. We do have small movie theaters, though, which is different. Like, they're all, like, individually, locally owned. Like, we have a really nice one up in Edwardsville, which is called the Wiley Theater. Um, And it's cute and small and really quaint. Um, But, yeah, no, it's just such a relaxed city. And it's, they don't really, there's not really a lot of concerts over here in Belleville.
0: (laughs) What kind of music? What, what would you say the, the music genre of the town would be? Would it be? country? Yeah. That's what I would guess. So it is yeah. kind of country. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 It's
1: totally a country little town and it's country music. And it's just, it's a place that you come to retire when you want like a slower pace and it to just be, you know, quiet. This is where you come.
0: And what about bowling alley, skating rink, all that kind of small town stuff. Do you have a, a small town bowling, skating?
1: yeah so over in the edge you can find a lot of stuff um so that's where a lot of like the activities like that would be in 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 the edge and then right across the street is the bowling alley as well from the edge so everything's kind of like the edge is the hub for things to do family related and um yeah so
0: what about a drive-in theater do you have one of those
1: we do have a drive in. It's actually there's one in Belleville, right? I know, right? Right down the road from my house. I've never seen it on. I know. <laughs> but everybody else. So it exists. Goes-
0: you've net you've just never been to one or you you don't know that it actually runs anymore.
1: Everyone says they go to it. I've just never seen it happening. So I guess I need to I'm not a movie person, though, so I won't really look to movies. I actually run for movies because if you sit me down for two hours, like I just would rather be working. I'm such a workaholic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you also have kids, and the movies at movie theaters or at, at drive-ins usually you know, it doesn't start till it's dark, and in the summer when they're doing it, dark isn't till like 9pm probably so that's right. why I don't and they're always double features so they don't even start till 9 I go to bet at like 8 or 9
1: and these <laughs> if I can yeah, these little bougie kids, they want, like, recliners, 3D glasses. Like, that's what they want. And the little drive-in, it's like a few little screens. It's its not what they're used to.
0: <laughs> gotcha. So. Yeah, yeah. You would like uh, – we had Garth Brooks come to our drive-in movie theater because he was during COVID he was touring drive-in movie theaters for concerts, and he oh. actually came here. I didn't see it, but um, we were lucky enough to have a working drive-in still that he could go to because he wouldn't go to ones that were just sitting there not – actual running businesses already or something i don't know (laughs) anything else about what to do um kind of just you definitely have outdoors if you go south there's like state parks and stuff so it looks like there's outdoor fishing hunting all that kind of stuff
1: oh yeah definitely tons of outdoor it's it's mostly most of what you do most of what people do is outdoor like hunting is big out here um like you said fishing is big out here it's it's a town for more outdoorsy kind of people
0: and then the question everybody has on their mind if they are moving there is what are they going to get for their money um here in central pennsylvania i'd say 300k is probably the entry level to the american dream kind of home which i would define as two-story usually probably a two-car garage at that price point three to four bedrooms a four bed probably a little bit higher than that um on a .2 acre lot in a suburb of the city uh so how does that compare there
1: so here you can actually get all of that for about 150 to 180. you get a ton here for your money actually like a lot and it's still a seller's market here so things are still marked up from where they sold last year definitely um, but it's definitely you're not paying Southern California home prices, and a lot of the homes out here they're a little bit different from like the average modern um, American dream home. These homes here are like smaller houses, one car garage, nice lawn. It's not, and we do have suburbs in the like in the outskirts of the city. And my office is in one of those suburbs, like an O'Fallon kind of a thing, and that's where you'd get the two story, two car garage, three bedroom. acre lot and over here you would get that um for about anywhere from 250 to 300 and you know it goes up in some subdivisions but it's you get a lot for your money out here
0: and then do do you have like in the downtown the old town district or whatever do you have those like 1800s 1900s built row houses and that kind of stuff
1: well, we don't have a whole bunch of those. They do have that over in St. Louis. And those are so cute to look at. But I the- always says it looks like something out of a movie. You know, the older city movies. It's like that
0: you were breaking up there so i think you just stopped you froze oh no (laughs) i hear you're in the matrix as we would say on clubhouse your picture is frozen and i'm hearing little glimpses of audio so i don't know if it's my or yours but um i'm gonna give you a couple seconds i'm gonna we clear towards the end here Now your picture went out. Maybe you'll come back. I'm going to start closing it out. Maybe she'll come back. Sorry, guys. Uh, We're about done anyway. I wanted to ask her. Oh, she's back. Hey,
1: sorry.
0: There we go. (laughs) Okay. Nice. So So you were saying it looks like a movie set somewhere. What looks like a movie set? I missed that part.
1: The downtown, it's like, you know, those small country, like movie scenes where you see the downtown and it's really old fashioned. That's kind of what it looks like to be in downtown Belleville. Actually, most of our downtowns out here, because like I said, we have surrounding cities like Shiloh, O'Fallon, places like that. They're all really, really small, tight knit communities. It's not like uh, like over in St. Louis. Like I said, you see the big row houses and all of those things. But over here, it's just a little bit different, just small little brick houses. Everybody, it's like a simple life.
0: Nice. And are they still building new stuff? Do you have new construction neighborhoods anywhere?
1: Over in O'Fallon, Illinois, which is the next city over, there's a lot of new construction. That's the up-and-coming town. It's like the outskirts, the suburbs. That's where the military base is, and it's a a really sought-after school district. So there's a lot of development happening over there. But over in Belleville, I mean, no, not really. Mm
0: -mm. Do they have HOAs with the new construction neighborhoods?
1: Yeah, and the HOAs here actually are not pricey at all. I come from a place where they're like four, five, six hundred dollars a month. Here you can get it like three, four hundred dollars a year, you know, if that. Some are one hundred and twenty. It just depends on the subdivision. Um, but yeah, there are some HOAs over this way in Old Valley. And
0: they're not, you're not. They're not like gated communities with golf courses and clubhouses and restaurants and all that kind of stuff. It's more of an HOA to govern and make sure nobody paints their house pink and puts weird curtains in their windows all the time and doesn't have a kennel running out of their house. And somebody has to pay to keep the monument signed at the entrance up and mow the grass around that thing. So is it more along those lines and not like paying for a bunch of amenities? It
1: is along exactly what you said, just making sure that the signs maintain and people's houses aren't pink. Um, my house isn't pink, but (laughs) stuff like that.
0: Some places pink houses are, are cool. Like in Cape May, New Jersey with all these Victorian ones, everybody paints them cool but not cool in a new construction neighborhood and your picture froze again but i (laughs) can still hear you that's all right we're close to the end uh but i do want to ask you about the luxury market so say somebody's moving there and they've got a budget of like i mean if you're starting at 180 they don't need to have too high of a budget to be in the luxury market there so maybe define what you would define as maybe the luxury market what it starts at maybe it's 500 maybe it's 750 um and then what people would be buying if they were in that upper price range
1: here would be like in the uh 490 up range so 490 and up would uh typically be considered luxury and that's where you get the nice american dream homes um and it's not necessarily there are some luxury homes in belleville but some of those areas that are prominent for luxury homes would be like edwardsville and troy which would be about 30 minutes north um, and that's where you would get the three to four bedroom house, um, you know, a half an acre lot, um, just really, really, with really, really good curb appeal. So that's what would be considered luxury. It's a little bit different here in terms of luxury. So, yeah.
0: And then what about like land or like a farmette or something? Because I find it at least here in these small town areas, the luxury kind of ends up being... They like an old farmhouse which they redo and everything and they like a barn and outbuildings but they're really nice and they end up spending like a million on this farmette or hobby farm or they want 50 acres on a mountainside in a brand new house and that ends up costing a million dollars or something so the luxury it's kind of a different thing it still costs a lot so if somebody wanted yeah. a bunch of acreage or a farmette or something is that kind of thing available
1: um it is it's not as common as you would think with it being such a country like Region. Um, So there are. You said corn's
0: everywhere. I can't buy a (laughs) cornfield.
1: No, not really. But I mean, those those tend, tend to sit a little bit longer. Out here, people are looking more for the single family residents. It's like a more working class um, area. So those you don't see on the market that often. We do have some, but again, those would be on the outskirts. Belleville is kind of like a commuter city to St. Louis. So it's just more residential. But we do have Muscouta, which would be considered, um, you know, that's where a lot of the farm areas are. We have um, Summerfield, there's some, like, you know, that's considered a USDA. Um, um, so just things like that. There are that on, on the outskirts, but that's not what the everyday buyer is looking for, but it is out there, but it just, it doesn't go as fast as single family out here.
0: Gotcha. And then we will end it out on... The last question, which has nothing to do with you, or no, it has everything to do with you, has nothing to do with real estate or Belleville or St. Louis or real estate or anything. Uh, So if you could do any other thing for a living, what would you do?
1: I would be a property manager. So I would be a property manager, but not just like an apartment complex or like, you know, at a brokerage, it would be more like me managing my own properties. My dream is to have a bunch of properties that I house domestic, um, violent survivors and homeless individuals. So my dream would just be tending to, you know, their rental needs and things like that. So that would be my dream is being able to house those people and really help them manage and have properties.
0: Admirable, admirable dream. And you did switch it on me there because you said property manager. And I was like, that is probably. If you said that to anybody on the planet, that's probably last thing people. I don't want to deal with tenants. I got to kick people out, do all that. Nobody wants to be a property manager. But then you flipped it on me and told me what you wanted to do with it, which uh, made it very, very good. Um, so I like that. I like that a lot. And do you do you have investments now? Do you have you started that kind of?
1: We've just started researching it, and you know I I do everything with my heart. So of course I try and buy a property and just let people live in it. But I'm trying to get the business aspect of it. Um, before doing it. So that way I go into it informed and it's it benefits everybody. So yeah. just starting.
0: You could do some section eight. They always need section eight housing um, and yes. that's guaranteed money. There's some people that specialize that and love it.
1: Yeah. I actually was approached by someone to do that. And I just, it was, I was so taken back because I had not done that yet. So I didn't realize that there was that need, but there is that need, especially here.
0: Totally. I get calls all the time. Do you do section eight? Do they do section eight? Do you, I don't really know much about it other than, yeah, I don't do it, but, yeah. um, I know there's a need for it for sure. Uh, now tell everybody where they can find you, read your phone number, your email and your website aloud so that anybody listening on audio later can jot it down.
1: Of course. So my phone number is 618-882-2947. My email is homesbycarry.com. And that's K A R I E at KW.com. And then my website is homesbycarry.kw.com
0: and all her links for Facebook, Instagram, all her socials, all her websites, her phone number, all that stuff will be in the description up or down or wherever you're listening or watching this thing. Uh, And be sure to contact me if you're buying or selling a home in central Pennsylvania or anywhere around the globe. We've got contacts. Uh, We've done an episode in Nigeria and Portugal and tons of people in Canada. We're connected with with people all over the US. So anywhere across the globe, especially if you're going to Belleville, Illinois or anywhere close to there, uh, hit me up and I'll hook you up with Carrie. Uh, Thanks everybody for watching and listening listening. Uh, oh, I skipped that, my little plug. My call to action. Call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. I want to hear, hear from you and help you make a smooth transition to wherever you're moving to. Now, thanks for watching and listening. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. Say goodbye, Carrie.
1: Bye. Thank you, guys.
0: See you, everybody.